Beyond Yacht Rock, Yacht or Nyat, Volume 84. You wrote them in. You asked, are these songs Yacht Rock or Nyat? We're going to rate them on the Yachtsky scale. Songs 50 and above Yacht Rock, songs 49 and below Nyat Rock. My name is J.D. Riznar. Hi, I'm Hollywood Steve. Dave. Hunter. Uh, this first song is written in by Hunter himself. It's Finnis That's Henderson. That's a weird last name. <laughs> Good pick, Hunter. What? Finnis Henderson making love. I listened to this while I'm working out at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do, do you listen yeah. to a song called Working Out When You Have Sex? <laughs> yes. Awesome. That's pretty badass. That, that was my improv. That was right. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah. Well, you got half of it right. It's yes and. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, next time. I'll oh, you're halfway there, man. I'll try hard next time. It's hard to hear when you're listening on the podcast, but when you all listen to the song on your own, listen to that subtle What a Fool Believes ripoff instrumentation in the chorus here. Ain't that subtle. Well, yeah, done, it's not finished. hard to hear at all. <laughs> It just kind of sneaks up because you're not expecting Finnis really go there. Yeah. Well, talking about making love. We've talked about Finnis before. We've talked about him in yeah. the Yachts or the main show. Um, I, I boned through him. Okay. Backing vocals on this song. Uh, Bill Champlin, Richard Page, Steve George. Doesn't get better than that. Bass, Abel Boreal, Nathan East, and Neil Steubenhaus. Oh, this is album this, personnel. This is album personnel, yeah. I, I, I mentioned all these people on when I boned through it, if okay. you don't feel like I mean, we have Boddicker, Vega, Jeff Percaro, Yeah, you Humberto got a Picaro, you got a Lukather. He's mixing the Jerry Hay, Michael Landau, Steve Lukather. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Costa, yeah. blah, blah. Philip Bailey on percussion. Suspects. That's hey. fun. Yeah, he's an, uh, he's an easy drummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you're previewing that joke. <laughs> oh, I didn't know where else I'd put it. I, I thought it was here. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, anyway, I'll do it again when it comes around again. Guys, here's the thing. Mm. I think that Finnis Henderson is a sneaky yacht, yacht rock superstar. Yeah. I mean, you could you could take yacht rock out of that, and it would still be accurate. <laughs> it's true. Um, and I think this would be an absolute showstopper at a Brody Jenner uh, yacht rock pool party. You know, speaking of uh, showstoppers, every time Finnis comes up, I go back and I keep watching um, this YouTube video of all his impressions that he does at his Vegas show. Yeah. And they're all like... Have you heard the Sly Stallone one? Yeah. Oh, man, it's classic. Where he does the duet with Willie Nelson and uh, Julio Iglesias and does both sides of it and then just slips seamlessly into Bill Clinton. Uh, he's, and, but he, he does other other sounds too. He's he's kind of like the working man's Michael Winslow. The working man's Michael Winslow <laughs> does a lot of cruise ships. If Michael now. Winslow yeah. is too fucking fancy for yeah. you, and he can't sing. Yeah, if you're one of those pinky out Michael Winslow fans, he start. I think he started opening for Richard Pryor. Fitness? Wow. Yeah. You mean like on stage? Yeah. What else do you? What do you mean? I thought you were thought you were talking about in the boudoir. Oh no. But this is for Finnis's. He has one album, right? That came out in like early '80s. Yep. '82-ish. Um, yeah. This I, sneaky superstar in the yacht rock. Yeah, I think this is a nice, nice yacht rock song. Yeah. Um, I I think. Hmm. I'm not gonna. I would say it's essential, but I would I would say. I'll go 79. I'll I'm, go 80. I'm going to be high 80s and six. I was thinking about essential on this one. 
this might be the my favorite uh, doobie doobie ripoff because it's so it's so like they try to hide it. Yeah, it's not it's not hit you over the head obvious like other stuff that we'll hear. I don't remember if it's in this one or the next one we're doing. They did a twist on it. Yeah. They did a twist on it. Is yeah. what you're saying. I mean, they're not they're not being super subtle, but there's an attempt at subtlety, which is admirable. Yeah. So we we got some numbers, right? You said yeah, 78, I, Dave. I said 79. 79. I said 86. I was also thinking 86. Mm. 86. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Finnis some love. Give him a a 90. Oh, good for you. It's not his best song, but it might be his most yacht rockinest. So we got a uh, 85.25 on this. That's yacht rock. This next song was written in by Hollywood Steve. That's me. Um, and not thinking this was yacht, Steve still wanted to read this into the yacht Greshional record because it's so thematically on brand. That's right. Lyrically, there's there's hardly anything that could be more yacht rock in subject matter than this because it's not even about fools. It's a song called Studio Musician by Rupert Holmes. You could say it's about fools. Sure, because who else would be that in that career? And then super work. talented but unflashy. You know what? Not fools. Hard-working guys. Yeah, especially back then. You could make a real good living. Today, not so much. Um, this is from Rupert Holmes' self-titled album from 1975. Uh, and he's sorry, this is 75, so he's kind of teeing little, up little the studio early. musician yacht-driven era that's just about to elbow drop onto the world. Um, but as you can hear, uh, not very really yachty. It's yeah, very, no, I, very soft. I, I, I threw it in more for the lyrics just to see how, how far would this go on the scale. And I, 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 I knew this song way a long, long time ago and just kind of forgot about it, but I knew it from uh, yeah, how, Barry Manilow. How did you know about it, Steve? I, I knew it, it from yeah. Barry Manilow yeah. covering it on his legendary live exclamation point album. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 less yacht. It's 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 if you just listen to it on in the stripped down Barry Manilow like piano on a stage arrangement, it's pretty obvious that it's not a yacht rock song. It gets a little bit gussied up here, but it's still not a yacht rock song. But how close does it come? Is uh, is the question? It, is, it reminds me a lot of. Um, like a Paul McCartney kind of ballad. Am I crazy for thinking that? Like Paul McCartney and Wings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can it's hear got that. that sort of epic quality, that epic, bland quality. Yeah. I'll give it. The, I'll give this a. Uh, I'll, I'll, th- I'll throw out a number here. I'll give this a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be that harsh on it because I do like that it's about studio musicians. I'll give it a little leeway for coming out in '75, uh, but not you know like a. It's, it's just so sentimental and sweeping and you're, you're, thir- mis- you're 30, mispronouncing the word boring 38 um, this is the thing about this song being called a studio musician it's he's talking about playing French horn on something well the thing is about a studio musician is they're usually kind of the guys hidden in the back you don't hear them complaining you know they're doing yeoman's work they're not getting up there mm. telling everybody how Aggrieved they are. You think this is kind of like showing when, off? 
when Lemmy wrote We Are the Road Crew to show support for his road crew. Like, yeah, it's the same. Rupert Holmes. Is, I think uh, Rupert Holmes. I think this is a little stolen valor from uh, Rupert Holmes here. <laughs> Which is why I'm giving him 12. <laughs> I was reading something, or I saw it, and it's driving me nuts, because I can't remember where I read or saw it, and it was like a weird fact about Rupert Holmes, like his name came up, like, it wasn't that he wrote a song with Charles Manson, but it was something like that. That was Dennis and, Wilson. And I, no, but I, I was looking for it today, and I couldn't, I couldn't find what it was, and it's, it's driving me up the goddamn wall, because I don't remember where I saw it or heard well, it. Well, it wasn't a British sex scandal, was it? It might. It was something really lurid. Hmm. Uh, so twenty six. Sounds like we're approaching casual. Life. Casual. Life. <laughs> Just want to make sure. <laughs> I have a vague association of this guy with something <laughs> terrible. Yeah, like maybe. I can't explain why. And it was in the tabloids, I believe. But even they wouldn't run it. Um, you gave. Well, what, what did you give it again, JD? You gave it a thirty. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Okay. I'm going to be overly generous and give it a 45 on lyrics. My, my. But since it has no chance of getting on the boat anyway, I can go a Listen, little over. Yacht over Rock, the they don't sing about being studio musicians. They just are. They studio. live it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They sing about, uh, yeah, they don't about make, not getting laid. They don't make a big to-do about it like Broadway Joe over here. <laughs> Broad, Broadway Roop. They sing about being embarrassing about women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, making fools of themselves, and, so to speak. And if you, and if you listen to that Finnis Henderson song where he's talking about making love, yeah. you don't really believe him. He sounds, <laughs> he sounds like he's never done it before. Or if he did, it was done poorly. <laughs> he's trying to convince somebody. <clears throat> so we got a uh, 30.25. That's yacht. That sounds about right. Oh, I've got these in the wrong order, boys. What? No, I don't. No. I don't. We're all good. We're all good. Yeah, okay. I'm really interested for your read on this one. Uh, Kevin Letterer at Kevin880 wrote this one in. So I know JD's thoughts on post gaucho Steely Dan d- slash Donald Fagan, but Green Flower Street off the Nightfly, Bonanza personnel in the era, a little yacht solo at the end. Uh, thank you for all the time you spent making us happy. So appreciative. Love you guys. That's nice. Thanks, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin we love you too. Uh, based on this, Chuck Rainey drums Porky Jeffrey Jeff. Dean Parks, Larry Carlton, and Rick Derringer on guitar Ooh, on this track. Oh, yeah. On this track. Classic. From the McCoys. Dylan Gaines on A piano. Rob, Rob Mouncy on synth. Oh, he's carrying that thing around New York. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> of course, uh, the fag himself on a bunch of stuff. There it was. Thank Donald you, Donald Fagin. Uh, <laughs> love that guy. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, I think this is not always an interesting debate. On the yachtiness of Steely Dan, and especially when they go s- do some solo work, um, it's always the vocals. I think it's really no. the vocals. I heard it, but the yachtiness kind of grows on this one, like a Stallone song. I have no problem with it. Yeah, but it's always an. But I'm saying debate. it gets more and more yachty. Wait, did you? Ah, Frank Stallone song. Yeah, I mean, name name me another Stallone that I want to talk about musically. Uh, Jackie. No, uh, she's more of a. Uh, soothsayer? 
Yeah, doesn't she do that thing yeah, where she, yeah, she, she feels was, your feels your head for lumps and I, then tells she, you? She did the. Uh, you could uh, do the uh, dial dial uh, psychic or whatever mm-hmm. the psych, psychic line. Psychic helped. psychic friends hotline. Yeah, so that's. A, I think she did that. Her, went, out of, went out of business. Her and no one saw it coming. Uh, her and what's eh? her name? Eh? Who's also on the boat? Uh, Diane Warwick. Yeah, Diane Warwick. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Yachty song, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I put it in the '60s. Oh, I'd put it higher than the '60s. Yeah, I think. me too. Yeah, well, you're a jerk. Um, How's that feel? Donald Fagan brings a lot of pedigree up with him. A lot of pedigree. It's got a bounce. It's got a bounce to it. Go do bounce to it. I like that guitar. It's got, it's it's got just, one of those yeah. deceptively complicated is that, is, that, is that Rick Derringer playing guitar right there? My guess is Larry Carlton. Yeah, that sounds like Larry Carlton. Oh, this, that's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet synth by Mouncy. Yeah. All right. Bouncy Mouncy. 78. 78. I'll go flat out 70. Was, you're going 60s. I said high 60s, and now I'm at 70. As the song goes on, you it know gets what? more and more young. You're right. That is a high 60. Yeah. I'll go up to 83. Ooh. Yeah. How about that? I, I don't love it as much as you guys. I was with you, Dave. It was a high 60. Yeah? Yeah. I'm giving it a 70. Good number. Um, we got a. Uh, That's why I like you, Hunter. We get each other. We got a seventy-five point two five. Sounds right. That's young. Guillermo Batavchenko at Sharada thirteen wrote this one in. At Yacht Rock Comrades, this is my attempt to get Dire Straits on the boat. 1979 single-handed sailor from the album Communique. Hashtag Yadernyan. Thanks for using that hashtag. Single-handed sailor. Possible uh, down-under jerk jam, Dave? Could be. Could be. Down, what, down under because dire straits they sound like British, British no, they're Southerners? British. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Uh... <clears throat> So uh, I wondered why you wrote down under, but now I, I see why. Because, of course, British uh, forces uh, established Australia, of course, as a penal colony. Dire Straits is Australian, aren't they? No, no they're no, British. British. Oh, come on. They're British and they sound like they're oh, from you know what? I get Alabama. Them, I, get the, I get them confused with Men at Work. Both bands that are oddly well regarded by critics. Yeah, except one had a song called I Come From The Land Down Under. <laughs> and it and the other dire one is Dire Straits. <laughs> <laughs> The other one had a song about baseball. <laughs> wow. Now, I think just the video was about baseball oh. bloopers. In fact, that video started the sports bloopers craze that Sports Illustrated jumped on and in- included those videotapes with a subscription to Sports Illustrated along with a phone shaped like a football. A football phone, yeah. yeah. Classic. Oh, uh, one, of my, one of my old coworkers actually had one of those old football phones. They're great. And he got the IT guy to come hook it up in our office as the... Uh, as the office phone when we shared an office together. No, and we would answer it, football phone. <laughs> what crazy times you had. Yeah. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun with IT. I got to yeah. check eBay for one of those football phones. Yeah, I always sure wanted one of those. Yeah, I did too. My neighbor had one. I didn't want an, uh, a subscription to Sports Illustrated, so I was shit out of luck. You did like sports. Well, 
It's my top five. All the songs. Top five Huey Lewis and the News albums. Um, yeah, Dire Straits is one of those uh, bands you don't really know where they're from. And I assume they're from well, the U.S. Like uh, Thin Lizzy. Yeah. I, always, I always thought they were from the U.S. Too. I always yeah. thought they were from Australia. <laughs> I mean, it's not England. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, he just said London. <laughs> so they've recorded People this. People from Australia have heard of London. Yeah. Okay, so I looked this they up. They could be talking about a brand of uh, overcoat. Yeah. Or a cologne. So I looked this up, and they recorded this in the Bahamas. Oh. And mixed it at Muscle Shoals uh, Studios. Mm. I've heard of that. And the Bahamian studio was uh, Compass Point, uh, which was built by Island Records founder uh, Curtis Blackwell. And apparently... In Closed in uh, 2010 due to uh, socio-political problems. Um, Is that guy's name Chris Blackwell? Uh, no, you're thinking, yes. you're thinking of Chris Blow. Yes, I, I think I might. I think that might be a disgraced, <laughs> uh, a disgraced Michigan State football coach. I just, <laughs> just name name dropped. Um, yes, yeah, so Chris Blow, great, great, great rapper. Yeah, good guy. Uh, parties. But the, this artist list was uh, massive, and it sounded like an awesome place to record an album. Yeah. Fellas, if you ever want to do an album, apparently there's an empty studio in the Bahamas. <laughs> if we can overcome socio-political problems, we can I looked into this. it. Maybe, uh, apparently everybody kept getting robbed. All the, it's, all it's a shame John Candy's dead, because that'd be a great movie where he goes down there to fix up a studio and gets a bunch of that's a musicians movie. to come in and oh. record. Yeah, I guess all the artists kept getting robbed, yeah. so they closed it down. Uh, yes, Hunter, you're correct. Curtis Blackwell is a disgraced former football coach that was caught up in the uh, uh, Larry Nassar scandal. No. Oh, boy. No, he wasn't. He wasn't? No. That's how ESPN smeared it. Oh. He had other things to do with the football thing, but they attached his name to that. Oh, All right. All okay. Right. Yeah, there okay. was other assaults going on. He sued them, <laughs> alleging his rights were violated when he was accused of covering up assault allegations against athletes. Okay. But now he, we're getting into the kind of sports I don't care for. Yes. So this is basically... That's why you don't read Wikipedia and you just say he was disgraced. That's Dave's job. Yeah. Um, also, decapitated by a train. Huh. This is a Yacht Rock. This is a, a southern Like yacht. your grandpa? Uh, he, was, he wasn't decapitated. Did I show you the... I have the death certificate. Like, all his bones were broken. Cool. Not decapitated, though. Uh, crushed by a train. Yeah. Uh, this, is a, this is just great, great grandpa. Kind of straight up southern rock song from some guys from jolly old Australia. Yeah, I mean, I get to see what Guillermo means, but I don't think it's there. It just sounds an awful lot like a Dire Straits song. Yeah. I'll give it a 20. 21. Oh, yeah, it just got to be one more than me, huh? Mm hmm. Dick. I'll give it a um, 28 for. Muscle Shoals originality and, and Bahamas and Australia and Australia. How about you, Steve? I'll give it a 16 for sounding like 1980s Bob Dylan. <laughs> oh. It does yeah. a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I can, yeah, I can hear a little, a little Wilburys in here too. Yeah. Um, was he, was he in that? No, but 80s Bob Dylan had brought his his. 80s Bob Dylan was in the Wilburys. His style. Actually, that was Wilburys. 90s, wasn't it? No, it was 80s. Wasn't, wasn't Mark Mark Knopfler was in the, the year 1990 or was it 89? Mark Knopfler was, was in a super group, wasn't he? Yeah, Maybe. it was called Dire Straits. <laughs> they are super. <laughs> anyway, super. 21.25.
Oh, that's a nice song. This is Brendan yeah. K. O'Grady wrote this one in at your pal BKO. This is Ramsey Lewis skipping. Victor Feldman wrote and played E piano on this crossover track from Ramsey Lewis's 1977 Tequila Mockingbird. Boy, I gotta say, Tequila Mockingbird, what a title. I just invented yeah. a drink called Tequila Mockingbird, which is tequila mixed with fizzy grapefruit soda. I invented a drink called the White Mexican, which is tequila and milk. It is not good. <laughs> I, I, I came up with a milk drink that was rum and milk. It was delicious. Yeah. Um, okay, hold on. Before we move on. Mark Knopfler was in the Notting Hillbillies, which I always confuse with the Traveling Wilburys. <laughs> See, now that confusion makes sense. Yeah, it was, a, it was his uh, country rock side project. Famous Australian musicians got together. Uh, let's see, Brendan continues to write, also featuring most of the non-Maurice members of Earth, Wind, and Fire, plus Lewis himself on multiple keyboards. Is it hashtag Yadernyad? So Ramsey Lewis, he's a jazz pianist who put out 80 albums from 1956 to 2011. He also hosts a radio program called Legends of Jazz. But is this song a legend of Yacht? I don't think so. Uh, Philip Bailey on congas. He's an easy drummer. There it is. There you go. Yeah. There you Especially go. Playing congas, very easy drum to play sometimes. Uh, this gets pretty smooth, jazzy. It's kind of love body toward the end. That's not really a good thing here. No. There's a balance, but that's about it. To me, this is I straight up. I think that's up. Feldman. Yeah. That was Feldman doing that. Yeah. It's, this is straight up pop jazz. This sounded like that that old Feltman song I played on the Yacht Rock 3 or whatever. There's a little bit of that in there. Except it doesn't go into a straight doobie bounce like the one I played. Here's a love boat part. Yeah. Starring... Todd Bridges. Ted Lang. Lange. Lange. Lang. Ted Lang. He's also in Black Belt Jones. Very yeah. good. Very good. As Isaac. I'll, I'll go with the number first. With special guests, Bob Crane and Larry Hagman. <laughs> okay. Featuring Dana Plateau. Here's, you guys want to watch something fun on... And uh, Conrad Bain. On YouTube. Look up, uh, the, look up 1993 in new TV shows on mm -hmm. YouTube. And it's all the new shows that came out in 1993. Apparently, it was right when Fox, like, hit it big and like mm -hmm. it expanded their their scope. And so there was an explosion of just just new shows. And I watched, and there was like a, Herman's Head and sort of like that. But that's not I wasn't in there. Uh, like the John Larroquette show was in there. I was when yeah. Frasier came out. It's like a half hour of just the openings. Oh my to god! Shows great. and it, there's there's like thirty some shows in it that, that came out and like I think like three made it made it to a second season, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> one of them was the Larry Hag Hagman vehicle. I think Whoa. it was like go going overboard. <laughs> and it was Larry Hagman trying to solve crimes on boats or something. Uh, that That's our great. idea. <laughs> hey, I got some inside information about a John Larroquette show that MGM did. This is some hot hot Hollywood gossip here. Oh. Uh, they That's decided, not what we call it here. Call it right. Uh, this is casual libel. MGM owns the rights to Weekend at Bernie's. They decided to remake it with John Larroquette as Bernie, but they had him as Bernie Sanders. 
and he's a dead guy that they're trying to run for president. Hmm. They made ten episodes, and it was so bad. They're like, we can't, oh. we can't do anything with this. Let's try to make it into a movie. We'll pitch it as a movie, but it was still so bad. They're just scrap the whole thing right in the trash. <laughs> but some genius at MGM was like, you know what would be a good idea? John Larroquette as Bernie Sanders in a new weekend at Bernie's. How when how, how long ago was this? Uh, this was probably last year. Oh. Hmm. I learned about it when I was working on a new reboot of Mr. Mom. Okay. Here's another thing I found out in 1993's uh, failed TV shows. You know who had a you know who had a detective show? A, uh, McGruff. A detective vehicle show. Glenn Fry. Oh. <laughs> Seven episodes. Oh my wow. god. And I didn't Man. know it existed until I watched that half hour of wow. 1993. Did he do the music show. too? Like did, like did it end with him like strumming a guitar at a country bar? Well, I got to say he looked handsome. Well, yeah, he's Glenn fucking Fry. You know, I believe that there's a... And it had Aerie Spears in it, too. A young like, Aerie Spears from Mad TV. There's like a museum of television history here in town, and I think you can see every single episode of every TV show ever broadcast, so if you needed to track down that show, I bet you could find it there. I do. Uh-huh. If I'm going to do anything podcast-related, it might be watching Glenn Fry's seven episodes of a TV show that he made in 1993. I'm giving this a 35. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 42. Did I give a number already? No, you dumb dick. Oh, I deserve that. Um, I'll go 28. I'll go 32. I do like this song, though. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, I see why they call sound. it skipping, because I want to skip it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it makes me want to skip. It's a nice genre. It's, a, it's a, just a different kind of song than the yeah. Rock song. Uh, there's a there's a song by Morchiba called "Well Deserved Break" that would be a good companion. Would this, this be an okay song to play at Brody Jenner's pool party, like before everybody no. gets there oh. as they're filtering? No, but it'd be a good song to you know, play like at Brody pre, Jenner's pre yacht rock he plays. No, like, no? no, this this no. skipping. Well, people are coming into <laughs> nope. the. Sorry, do we have a final? Uh, do we have a number for this? That's bullshit. Thirty-four point two five. That is yacht yacht rock. Next song, written in by Hartford Yacht Goats at Yacht Goats DJ. This is Randy Crawford. It's pretty skipping, too. We had a love so strong from 82. Uh, love these write, guys. The Randy Crawford album, Wind Song, is a bunch of terrific yacht rock sounding tunes. It has Bonanza personnel. My favorite track from the album is this song, but is it a hashtag yacht and yacht? Because they so, talk that way in, in how do you, how Hotford. Do you, how do you go all Connecticut on that, but you don't go Irish with O'Grady? Uh, I don't know. I Have you heard his I Irish impression? It's, I do, yeah. I don't think too hard about this stuff sometimes. Sounds suspiciously like Australian. <laughs> Randy Crawford is an American... So the Boston one. <laughs> Randy Crawford is an American artist who's sort of a... She's kind of a song pudding as Steve. All right. Because she's never charted in the U.S., but had a number two... Not true. Number two, she charted with another band, but as a solo artist, uh, she had a number two hit in Britain and uh, six top ten albums in the UK. Oh, that, okay, that is something. Yeah, she had uh, Street wow. Life. You're spelling. I know. Yeah, ferocious on this document. She's, she's sang, a singer on Street Life. She sang Street Life, which is uh, which was with the Crusaders, which charted at 36. A very famous song, and but she also did a solo version, which I think might have become a little more fam- famous. Uh, it was arranged by Doc Severinsen, um, 
to open Burt Reynolds' opus, Sharky's Machine. And I know that because I finally saw Sharky's Machine. Uh, Junior Dad's here in the studio right now. We didn't announce it. You ever seen Sharky's Machine? Yeah, you? No? No. Uh, thought so, thought, he looked like a Sharky's my, Machine. My dad's listening in. Yeah. Hey, no, I, no, I'm assuming no one else has seen Sharky's Machine. I've no, seen Sharky's I, Machine. I I've never seen it. Yes, I absolutely have. You told me have. you haven't. I have. And that I was had, only a few weeks ago. I know. Yes. But I've seen it. Yeah. Was this the night when you drove me home after Tell the, me about the, it. the last yacht? Yeah, I'm going to test you. Tell me about it. It's been a while. What happens? Well, you got describe Bert, the machine. You got Burt Reynolds. Hey, describe the machine. He runs a casino. Okay, describe. Just describe the machine physically. Uh, well, it's it's kind of silver. Okay. Uh, it's got a couple handles on it. It's a slot machine. This guy's never seen Chucky's machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst description of the machine I've ever heard. It's been years, but I did have the poster for it in the same batch. Remember when I? That got, doesn't count as seeing it. <laughs> I've I've seen it, but it's like one. All right, I'll six. give you a second chance. Describe the machine again. Give me, give me a. Let me think about it. <laughs> come, come back to me. I gotta, I gotta think about it. There's yeah. no machine. Is it? Is it his machine like a corrupt, like a like a group of people? All right, this is a little closer. <laughs> it's only because I described. I, I, I did this spiel over at his house a couple of weeks ago. Oh, with Vanderbilt. Yes. Yeah. That's why you've seen it because you've seen my mouth. Talk maybe, about it. Maybe. I thought, I thought the machine was the friends we made along the way. It kind of was. And the, that's what the so that was the thing. This is the thing. Yeah. Maybe I have. Since we aren't talking this. about these songs at all, so <laughs> so somebody said. Well, yeah, but I mean, would you rather talk about songs, or would you rather talk about Burt Reynolds movies? So I was I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about uh, they were talking about the movie that Burt Reynolds was in with uh, with all the um, <laughs> all the robots. And uh, they were like, I can't remember the name of it. And I was like, what the na- what's the name? And somebody looked it up, and there was like, Sharky's Machine. They're like, yeah, Sharky's Machine had all the machines in it. So I was like, there were machines in Sharky's Machines? <laughs> so I went and watched Sharky's Machines, because they, they were talking about how great it sounded. And I was like, man, that sounds awesome. And I was like, I, I, while I was listening to it, I was like... I, s- I swear, though, that they're describing Runaway with Tom Selleck. <laughs> and so I watched Sharky's Machine, and I was like, yep, they were, they were describing Runaway with Tom Selleck. And the only thing similar was the mustache. <laughs> that was it. No, Burt Reynolds has a much thinner mustache. He did in that. Anyways, great movie. Yeah. And re- remember when I got you that Stunt Rock poster because I sent away for a whole bunch of eBay posters? Sharky's Machine poster was also in that, and huh. I gave it away Can I have it? like a chump. Hmm. I already gave you a Stunt Rock poster, man. What else do you want? A Sharky's Machine poster? Good point. It's yours. This song was co-written by Stevie Wonder and was originally recorded by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles in 19. 19- 72. This is this recording is from 82. Randy Crawford, we had a love so strong. Is it the Yacht Rock song? One more fun fact. Randy has a cover of Bill of Bounty's uh, Look Who's Lonely Now on this album. That Ooh. is fun. I've had a Randy, I've had a, a, a Randy Crawford song in, in my bone throw list, potentials list, but I never had the balls to, th- to pull it out. It wasn't this one. But I'm glad we're talking about her because uh, who wants to read some names? Oh, yeah. It was on a different album, but this two albums in a row had pretty much these same names. Al Schmidt, Steely Dan's engineer, recorded this. Uh, backing vocals by Champlin, uh, Richard Page, Steve George, amongst others. 
Abel Boreal Bass, Jeff Acaro Drums, Steve P- Dean Park, Steve Lukather on guitar. Uh, uh, the horn dogs, Ooh. bunch of horn dogs. Hey, uh, horns, percussion by Lenny Castro. So that's pretty bonanza. It's a nice smooth bounce. It's really a, a nice R and B yacht groove. Um, yeah, is, uh, I, I don't know. I'd put this on the boat. Yeah, yeah. It's after listening to Skip and this. This has what that was missing. Yeah, Voc- vocals. <laughs> I think. <laughs> For me, it's leaning a little too a little too soft and ballady, mm-hmm. so it'll give it a. It definitely has a nice sound to it. I gotta give it a sixty-nine. I'll go sixty-two. Yeah, I was thinking sixty-one. Yeah, it's a good number, Steve. Sure is. You're one low, but it's good. I was uh, I wasn't pushing it out of the fifties, but uh. But I give 59. I feel like they, they took a Stevie Wonder song, style song, and really made it more of a Yacht Rock song than any other Stevie Wonder type song that we've ever yeah. heard. Because I hear the Stevie Wonder elements, but they're sort of smoothed over. Yeah, he doesn't pull out his goddamn harmonica. Yeah. It's not screaming Stevie Wonder at you. Yeah. 63. You know who has a, oh. a very mediocre Stevie Wonder impression is Finnis Henderson. <laughs> It's true. It's uh, 90% wig and sunglasses. He says and six- he- and head, head, head going back and forth. 63? S- 63. It's, it's an Eddie Murphy, Im- yeah. Eddie Murphy impression of Stevie Wonder. He's, he's doing uh, his buddy doing Eddie Murphy doing <laughs> Stevie Wonder. This song also written in by Hartford Yacht Goats at Go- Goats Yacht DJ. Uh, I want to get, I want to do all the songs they request that I can, be, so they can they can get the most out of those tapes they've been buying for their all Yatsky approved yacht rock tape DJ nights. Are they only use cassette tapes and only do Yatsky approved yacht rock music? From what I, I hope they tell. have a good tape player that can like what what's what's the uh, the Nakamichi Nakamichi Dragon. Yeah, I, but I've also heard them say recently, which really depresses me, is that people complain at their shows that they don't do enough familiar songs. Yeah, uh, so of course. Our experiment is failing in Hartford, Connecticut, right now. Uh, we gotta mix them. I don't know how they run their shows. Yeah, we should really go check one out. Road trip. You got you got to put a you got to you got to mix them in there so people don't really g- get that they don't yeah. hear it. Like you know, you throw some doobie bounces in there, some fake doobie bounces in there, and they're like, "Oh, I love this song." <laughs> yeah. And they think it's what a fool believes. It's not. Well, this is um, David Loggins. If I had my wish tonight, uh, and they write, "Cousin of Kenny, David Loggins did this low energy what a fool believes retread about a sad sack dude who likes wishes." <laughs> it has twists and turns, but is it Yacht Rock? Hashtag Yacht or not? Go Pats. Um, so this is from uh, David Loggins' self-titled album from 1979. No personnel other than the fact that uh, questionable Yacht Rocker Randy Goodrum co-wrote it and plays on keyboards. Uh, no appearances by Pop Bottle on this David Loggins album. It's a shame. This is also David Loggins. This is also David Loggins' final album. Uh, it's his last desperate attempt at, re- attempt at relevance. In '79. Yeah, where yeah. He, he changes. He, he, um, he, he, was, he gave changed, up. He changed his name from Dave Loggins to the more respectable David Loggins on this mm-hmm. album, totally reinventing himself. Sadly, the reinvention failed. He, One song off this album hit 22 on the U.S. Adult Contemporary charts. He did. 
have a bit of a career after this. He did a duet with Ann Murray and was nominated for a Grammy. That's great, but it's not an album. It's not. What do they call that? The unintended finale? What, what, what's <laughs> the term? Unintentional final album? Something like that. I don't remember. So here's a couple things I wrote. First off, low energy. Mm-hmm. Is he the Jeb? Is is Dave the Jeb to Kenny's George? <laughs> and uh, and uh, Randy Goodrum. You think he's questionable? He did Fool's Paradise. Yeah, that, was, that whole album is pretty great. You know, he, just, he also had a whole country career after that. Yeah, he, he spread himself a little thin. He's no um, he's no Jay Graydon. You know what I'm he saying? is not. He is not no Jay Graydon. I would put this on the boat. I hear like the slightest hint of crossfire in there, but more like the moon in New York City, Arthur's theme sort of crossfire, which isn't the strongest of. Uh, oh, I think you're nuts. I think it's uh, slowed down. I think it's. I think it's the best kind of Christopher Cross, if anything. And it's a nice slowed down Dewey bounce, like they said. Yeah, I, I don't think it's. Uh, it's. It doesn't have that sweeping sentimentality of Arthur's theme. It's not Burkerect. Um Well, I was saying that Bacarect. Arthur's Bacarect. Arthur's Bert, Bert anyway. Arthur's theme isn't the best kind of Christopher Cross because it's Burkerect. <laughs> My brain's not on straight. <laughs> Where's which country is Bucharest in? Romania. Romania. Right? That's when Romanians ruin <laughs> a yacht rock song. Uh I'll give this a. I mean, it's seven, 75. I'm going to give this a 58 because I can't put this above Randy Crawford as, <laughs> as well as it is. Because this is. I would rather hear that one than this. Yeah, this is. This has a lot of yacht touches underlying, but I, I, I'm not so sure about the main. The, the meat of the song it sounds it sounds a lot like a folk rock song to me that's been kind of dressed up underneath it has a lot of elements from like other like you know when we are our sub genres of yacht rock that we like to break off and we're like it's like yacht rock but it has this one element it sounds like he takes a lot of those one elements and puts it into his own song like I hear some of I hear some of the New York as backer backer wrecked stuff in there like you were saying here's some of the folkier crap like Steve was saying and then it's too slow at times for some reason still there and his last name is Lawrence. <laughs> I agree 62 I'm gonna, I'm gonna go 55 62.5 Got lower than Randy Crawford for you. That's Send your yacht and yacht questions via Twitter at yacht rock hashtag yacht or yacht. Go to yachtornyacht.com to look at the Yachtsky scale. Thanks to Patricology at Hanklops for putting that together. Find the certified yacht playlist uh, by following J.D. Rizner on Spotify. That's archived by Samuel J. Hill at Chill the Voice. 
Uh, playlist archived on YouTube by Matt Bird. Follow him on Twitter at Wingnoik for updates. He does a good, good job updating. I try to retweet him when I can. Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Go to YachtRock.com for a very useful experience. Theme and bumper by Ocean City Defender. Thank you, Matt Brousseau, for producing. Everybody go out and see Sharky's machine. Especially me. <laughs> and tweet us what the machine looks like. Yeah, describe the machine. And if anyone knows what Rupert Holmes did that was so horrible, let me know. Starbands Avenue, a podcast network.